1: Good morning and welcome, my friends, to the 9 o'clock stretch. It is 9.06. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Top stories. Rashida Tlaib censored by the House. This is only the 26th time in history. It's a pretty big deal. Other than that, though, is it really going to hurt her? No. It's not. Also, Republicans are very disappointed in uh, some of the election results. Uh, Definitely, I think, in Virginia. We'll get to all that more coming up. But first, we have a very special guest as we welcome in Lieutenant Governor Jeanette Nunez. Good morning. How are you?
2: Good morning. How are you doing?
1: Fantastic. It's good to talk to you again. Uh, There's a special session going on, as you know, in Tallahassee. Um, What are some of the things that uh, the folks are going to be working on?
2: Yeah, well, we're uh, glad to see that the legislature is taking up additional uh, protections for our Jewish day schools. As you know, that's something the governor campaigned on and he delivered on very early on um, in our administration. And we have uh, actually provided them with record funding to make sure that they can provide security measures and hardening of their campuses. And so the legislature is looking to increase that amount to make sure, um, as we're seeing Jewish students across the country are feeling unsafe on college campuses, so we want to make sure that that's not something that's going to happen here in Florida. Um, They're also looking at providing additional sanctions to Iran, the State sponsor of terrorism, the largest sponsor of terrorism globally. And uh, we believe that that should extend to other sectors such as construction and uh, financial sectors and textile and shipping and port sectors of Iran. And so that's something that they are um, obviously taking up. And then, of course, they're dealing with some of the aftermath of Hurricane Idalia making sure that they provide funding for certain communities that are still recovering after that hurricane earlier this uh, this summer.
1: Absolutely. Totally agree with all that. It's all the important work. I'm glad to see uh, that the legislature in Tallahassee will be working on that. And I know one of the other things that I believe is going to come up as well and really – continues to need to be addressed and that is the rising property insurance if you can even get it by homeowners in this state i think this is a pretty big issue and if it's not addressed i hate to see it used against the governor in a well in the big stage in in the primary i know that's maybe not your primary concern but what will be what what can we expect to be done about property insurance
2: yeah, well, one of the things that uh, I failed to mention that the legislature is doing this week in special session is they are providing additional funding to a really popular program. It's the My Safe Florida Home Program, which gives individual homeowners the opportunity to um, to receive grants from the state of Florida to be able to harden their homes. And by hardening their homes, not only could they potentially see discounts in their homeowners insurance, but obviously um, thwart any, any upcoming storms in the next hurricane season, um, uh, make sure that their homes are protected and, and reduce the loss of property and, and obviously the casualty uh, from the standpoint of the insurance uh, point of view. Now, of course, um, affordability is, is always a topic, and we're going to continue to push on that front. That's why the governor delivered record tax relief um, across the board in so many areas, and he also delivered toll relief. So we're constantly looking at ways to provide um, important financial relief to Floridians, and so we'll look at that in a the, in the broader sense. As uh, as we get ready for next session, which is right around the corner,
1: I just uh, you know the governor and uh, and legislature and you folks you've done a great job at you know bringing businesses to Florida and, and being very uh, business friendly. I think that's important. I just I'm having a hard time understand why you can't attract. Uh, and keep insurance companies willing to do business in the state of Florida, even if it comes to saying that they can pick and choose who they want to write if they don't want to write people near the coast, that still takes pressure off some of the people that live inland. Is there any talk about that? I I mean, competition usually brings down cost and provides better services for consumers in general. Why wouldn't it be true in insurance?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You're right. Competition always drives down the cost. Um, and we actually, even though it's not reported widely, we actually are seeing new entrants, new insurance entries into the market. Um, we've had, I believe, five new uh, insurance companies express interest and come into the Florida market. Um, all the while, we're looking to to start to uh, depopulate, if you will, Uh, Reliance on citizens insurance, which is the state run, as you know, uh, property insurance. And that's something that was never meant to be the insurer of uh, first choice. It was really meant to be an insurer of last resort for individuals that perhaps couldn't obtain for various reasons insurance in the private market. But there is no doubt that having a healthy, robust private market is the only answer to begin to reduce that burden on individuals from a property insurance standpoint. Uh, We also did, as you know, historic tort REFORM. Which is going to take some time. I think everyone was pretty um, transparent that tort reform was not going to be a silver, you know, a silver bullet. It wasn't going to be a panacea overnight. It was going to d- uh, create predictability on the on the lawsuit front, which will then give those insurance companies a little bit more comfort in knowing um, that they wouldn't be subjected to frivolous lawsuits or to um, you know trial attorneys that like to kind of go through those loopholes and ac- actually sometimes take advantage of the consumer themselves and pocket you know obviously they're they're able to line their pockets with all kinds of of money but yet the the consumer is the one that's kind of left holding the bag so we're hopeful that the tort reform coupled with all we're doing on the private market side will begin to yield real significant results it will take a little bit of time and i know that's um you know that's the rub right people want relief and they want it now and we understand that
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, we're frustrated because as consumers, uh, obviously, we're battling high inflation, not Governor DeSantis' fault, not really Republicans' fault. A lot of spending under Joe Biden. So inflation uh, is really hurting a lot of people. And then in our local jurisdictions, uh, the taxes have, have gone up in almost every place, even if they said, oh, the millage rate's not going up. But because of home values going up, your bill is bigger. That's all we know. we got to pay that bill.
2: Yeah, and that's the old bait and switch that local governments like to do. They claim they're not raising the millage, but, you're, yeah, of course, your 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 taxes are, are going up. Um, so, you know, we're constantly looking at ways uh, from the legislature, you know, the legislature, working with the legislature to create some relief, which is, as I mentioned, the governor's historic tax cuts. But that's really the governor's, you know, vision, and that's why I think it's so important as he continues to – to focus on the issues that we're dealing with here in Florida. Um, as, as you've seen, he's been on the campaign trail a little bit, and he's been talking about how to reverse that American decline and really battle against the headwinds of the disastrous Biden uh, administration and Biden, you know, Bidenomics and the crisis at the border and just the lack of, of concern for safety in our neighborhoods, you know, the crime. So I think all of that together really is, is creating a lot of uncertainty and a lot of fear for, for many voters and for many individuals, um, especially those that don't live under a uh, Governor DeSantis, right, uh, led administration. And you have, if you're living in blue states and blue cities, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of concern, a lot of fear right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And one of the other issues that uh, should be addressed, I think, in this special session, um, look, as conservatives, we like to keep taxes and the size of government small. Uh, We don't want a lot of money spent on frivolous things. However, uh, where we stop that is when we say we need to help those who can't help themselves. And there's talk about adding some money to developmentally disabled students. What's going on there?
2: Yeah, I mean, the governor obviously has done a lot on that front. We've invested uh, significantly on the developmentally disabled categories, our agency for persons with disabilities. um, We continue to fund at record levels. And we're going to want to work with uh, the community, the stakeholders, all the individuals that are invested in making sure we provide access and support and finances and resources. And one of the areas where I think you've seen a lot of progress is in the area of um, scholarships as it relates as it relates to education, you know, we are filling some of those backlogs. We're making sure that we're investing um, funds to, to be able to provide those families with the type of educational opportunities that they um, are looking for. And so there's a lot um, that's going to be on our plate, not just during this special session. Of course, it's a very limited um, uh, special session, not only in time, but in scope. But we are in the middle of our committee meetings in which the governor is going to start to unveil some of his legislative proposals, some of his ideas that we're hoping the legislature will champion. And, of course, the developmentally disabled community is always top of mind for us, for, for the First Lady as well. And, and we're going to make sure that our, um, that we're, we're dealing with that in a common sense way.
1: Lieutenant Governor Jeanette Nunez, we always appreciate your time and having you on as a guest. And uh, we wish you nothing but the best